This is the Gopher Puck Live podcast, episode 26, recorded Tuesday, November 13th, 2012. Welcome to the Gopher Puck Live podcast. I'm your host, Jupiter, and of course, joining me once again is Hammy and Vigo. How are you guys tonight? Not too bad. Not too bad at all. Living the dream. Living the dream. Well, Hammy, you and I picked it. Three-point weekend up in Anchorage. It never fails. They play well the first night. And second night, Anchorage wakes up, and we manage to come back and get the tie. Yeah, I mean, I... I mean, I'd like to say that I'm kind of surprised, but I'm not really. I mean, I, you know, it's funny because tonight I went back and looked at, like, since the first NCAA title team with Lucia, like how successful or not we've been in our trips to uh, Anchorage. And really only four out of the nine, you know, only four of the nine trips that we've had up there did we sweep. I mean, so it's not uncommon for the Gophers over the last, you know, 10 or so years to you know, come back from, you know, a road trip from up there and not have, you know, four points. These. Uh-oh. Did we lose them? The time, time changes, all that kind of good stuff. And, uh, you know, it just, I'm not shocked. You know, we said it would be, I said, you know, I thought one game would be kind of not competitive and I think, and one game would be close and that's exactly how it turned out. So it's not really that surprising to me. Did you lose him too, Vigo? I did. I, we I kind of lost you there for a second, Hammy, but that, uh, we got you now again. Okay. I almost wonder if it's Skype again and maybe the podcast is working. Who knows? Maybe the Badgers are trying to hex us. Could, Could be. be. I, mean, I don't know. How much did I get cut out? Uh, it doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't what I say who gives a damn, right? <laughs> Vigo, um, how many power play goals we had last weekend? Five out of the six? Or something yeah. ridiculous like that. What's going on with five on five here? Obviously, power play, awesome, great. They're doing good there. Five on five, not so much. Yeah, I was talking with uh, Jeff about this last night, and it seems like five on five, the guys are so concerned with keeping possession of the puck and and not making bad turnovers all over the ice that they're putting themselves in spots where it's hard to score. You know, they're on the dash, they're in the corner, they're behind the net, they're, you know, at the at the point on the wall, you know, and they're just not creating the kinds of chances or getting into those soft spots five on five like they're able to get into on the power play and on the rush. So I I think that's that's a big part of it is they're just not getting in the right areas to score goals and they are throwing pucks on that, but they're just not getting the bounces on those that, you know, kind of come and go, but you're not seeing a lot of great soft space rate of play five on five. But Hammy, how about that power play? It, it's really clicking right now. Yeah. You know, it, when I was getting prepared for tonight, I was just thinking, you know, what, uh, you know, it's always something with fans after a series, you know, it, it's if it's not five on five goals, it's not enough power play goals. It's not this. It's not that. And you know, I, I just say to myself, I, they're not. I mean, let's let's just be honest. They're not playing to their capabilities yet. And and I don't think that that's necessarily a rip. I don't think that that's. I mean, if, you know, the funny thing is, and now granted, some of the stats are skewed because of that Michigan State series. But you know, they're 
top 10 in offense, top 10 in scoring defense, sixth in scoring margin. I mean, they're not, they're like one of the least penalized teams in college hockey. I mean, third in power. I mean, there's a lot of things that you could say statistically look good, but we all know that, I mean, Bukestad and I mean, some of our best players haven't come close to playing to their capabilities yet. And I guess you could look at it, like I've mentioned before, two different ways. You could say, oh, you know, that's not a good sign, but you can also say, well, you know, it's early in the year and you know that at some point those guys are going to catch fire. So, and the record's still pretty good. So we'll see how it turns out. You know, the record's pretty good, but you know, Vigo, they went (laughs) basically three, two, and one against teams that have a combined two wins in the league and 12 losses. I don't think that's very positive, you know, for a great team. And I'm still surprised that, they have a number three ranking in the country. Yeah, the rankings are a little surprising. They're not moving very much. You know, even even uh, Minnesota Duluth is still in the top twenty. I think they're they're twenty holding on. I think they just and, dropped out of the USCHL poll, but it's okay. right on the edge. Yeah, I saw something today where they were still given that number twenty. You know, just holding out hope, but. It is early in the year, and the teams they've played haven't been the top teams in the WCHA, and I think that's probably why Gopher fans are, are nitpicking on the boards is you expect a number two team in the country to go out and get four points against the teams they're playing. Um, they they haven't because it's a tough conference and you have to battle. And I think, you know, you look at their, their schedule coming up, you know, towards the end of the year, and it's going to be harder to win points. Uh, when they when they play North Dakota and Saint, at St. Cloud and their Wisconsin series in Denver, you know those those are going to be tougher than you know the way the schedule looked at the start of the year. So what okay, about I, I look at it differently in the sense that look we blew that second game in Mankato was blown late. Okay, that was a total screw up where we had the fourth line out. So I don't get too upset about that. I mean it was just that happens when you have tight games. You can make the argument that it shouldn't have been that close, but. I honestly believe that those teams are going to be better by year's end than than what they've showed, and I think that they're they're kind of finding, especially uh, Mankato. I think that they're kind of finding themselves, and you know they they played Denver pretty close this last. Grand they they got swept, but nonetheless, it wasn't like they were a couple blowout games either. So I don't I don't I guess I'm not ready to hit the panic, but especially in the first month, I just I'm just there's just too much time to be getting too worked up about anything. So how about the rest of the WCHA? We got Denver at five and one. They're number two in the country. Nebraska, Omaha, right behind them. CC, surprisingly undefeated in the WCHA at four and zero. Uh, and so, so what really interested you guys this past weekend? We had North Dakota splitting with St. Cloud. You know, Denver sweeping. What stuck out for you this weekend, Vigo? I think what stuck out is Duluth is struggling as much as they are, and okay. and Omaha took four points from them. I mean, I know it was it was in Omaha, but still taking four points away from Minnesota Duluth is a nice achievement. I'd you know be happy if the Gophers could come out with that. Um, the split with North Dakota and um, St. Cloud was interesting because they didn't score. St. Cloud didn't score any goals on Friday, and then come out and get five on Saturday. So those were two surprising things for me. What about you, Hammy? You know, for me, it was, I mean, the series that I was most interested in besides ours was the uh, St. Cloud and North Dakota one. And, um, you know, I, I didn't, of course, see the games, but certainly the result, that's kind of what I expected. I thought it would probably end up being a split. And uh, I was a little surprised that, uh, 
North Dakota shut down St. Cloud that first night. Um, granted, you know, that St. Cloud's missing some guys, but nonetheless, you expect that they're going to um, do well at home. And it sounds like, uh, you know, North Dakota had a good goalie performance that night, so that's part of it. But that, I think, to me, that was the most interesting series. Uh, I, I can't say I'm shocked about the um, the Bulldogs getting swept, mainly because, uh, you know, they've been kind of inconsistent. And I, other than uh, the first Ohio State game, and, you know, they had a nice performance, I guess, in Notre Dame. But, I, you know, they haven't been playing great as it was. So I guess I can't say I'm shocked by that result. Okay, well, we found out today that uh, Mr. Wilcox was the freshman player of the week for his play up in uh, Anchorage. Uh, he played both games. Um is this Lucia just going with one guy, or is uh, this just an aberration? Well, I don't think there's any doubt that Wilcox is the man. I mean, okay. that's my opinion. I mean, he's played very well, and, you know, I think that you kind of need – I mean, because we're not hitting on – if we're hitting on all cylinders as far as offense goes right now, you know, I could probably see why he might want to split the starts just to get both guys some time, but – you know, I think there's a little bit less room for, you know, margin for error right now. And, and so you, know, you kind of want to go with the guy that's playing better. And uh, certainly you can't argue with his statistics. He's been great, you know. And uh, so I think it's the right move to make, and I would expect it to continue. Yeah, I mean, the, the Gophers aren't just putting up tons of goals. So you got to go with who you think's the best guy. And right now, Lucia thinks that's Wilcox, and, and he's performed pretty well. I think there's only probably one goal that I've seen that, you know, Wilcox would love to get back. But for the most part, he's played pretty steady, very athletic. I think he's helping him, you know, get pucks that are dumped in. So that's fun to watch as well. Okay. Well, what about our stars? How do you think they did this weekend? Bukestead, Rao, Haola. I noticed, Sammy, you were talking about earlier, you are kind of worried about Bukestead not being as dominant as he was earlier. Well, I mean, it just seems that, I mean, well, maybe it's not fair to him, but, I mean, certainly when you have a guy that could have very well signed an NHL contract, and if there had been an NHL season, he very possibly could have made the NHL. You expect a guy like that to you know, be doing pretty well in the WCHA and you certainly expect him to be doing better than less than a point a game. And uh, he scored, you know, what, five goals, I think, which isn't terrible, but for a guy of his caliber, you expect more out of. And so certainly, um, you know, I was glad to see, I I like the fact that they've kind of re uh, connected that first line from last year and and but you know Budish needs to step it up certainly I think that he, he I mean Rao has been the one guy that at least offensively statistically has you know kept up his end of the bargain for me in my mind but the other guys need to pick it up and uh, I don't know what it is but certainly those guys uh, you know I think that'll eventually they'll find their way but so far in the first month it hasn't been what we've expected. Viggs does anyone else out there do you think need a little kick in the butt? You know, it's tough. I mean, they're getting goals. I mean, I was just looking at their stats today, and you compare the Gopher stats to the Badger stats, and the Gopher stars are are putting the puck in the net. It's just, I think... Well, it is the Badgers. (laughs) I think people are looking... Yeah, indeed. The people are looking at the team with a with a microscope here. They're they're trying to find little things for you know why they didn't come out well against Michigan Tech on a Friday night and why they you know let a game get away against Mankato. You know those are those are the two 
games where you just look at it and you go, man, they could have played better five on five and pulled away in those games, but they didn't. So it's early. I, I think the power play looks really good. I think Bukestad looks really solid on the puck. I don't see him making a lot of bad plays or bad decisions. You know, sure, you'd like to see him be a man and take the puck to the net more frequently, but he is he is getting his shots, and he's got five goals already in nine games. So that's, that's, a, that's a pretty decent start in college hockey. It's, you're not going to see a lot of guys with nine goals right now. So any other thoughts on this past weekend up in Anchorage? Probably our last trip up there for quite some time. I, you know, honestly, I don't have anything that, I mean, I didn't see the It was a pretty typical games. weekend for the golfers up there. It really was. I mean, re- played really good one game. The other game, you know, Anchorage comes back, plays much better, and it comes out as a tie. We kind of saw it coming, and boom, it happened. So I thought it was a very predictable weekend up in Anchorage. I think the one thing about Saturday night was the Gophers took basically three straight penalties in the first period and yep. let Alaska get back in the game. And and that's, that's hard to watch. You know, you, being a college hockey team, you can't put yourself at a man disadvantage that often and expect to get away with it. So I, I think that was a little bit disappointing, but you know, they look great on Friday night. Well, let's go ahead and look to this week in the WCHA and probably the biggest, well, there's two big series, actually. We got uh, CC and Denver having a home-and-home, as they usually do for that gold pan thingamajiggy. Um, Obviously, CC is undefeated this year in the WCHA, and they're a couple games behind, and Denver's only lost once. So this is a pretty big series for uh, so early in the season, huh, Viggs? Yeah, I think Denver's probably the favorite coming into the series, but I think CC's surprised a little bit. People didn't think they were going to be quite as strong as they've been in years past. I know Hammy was kind of downplaying them at the start of the year because they just don't have the big-name talent this year, but they're finding a way to get it done. Well, the one thing I would say is they've played at Wisconsin. Granted, Wisconsin in at Wisconsin is tougher than, but nonetheless, they're not playing great. Bemidji's not expected to be a great team. So, I mean, they have had a little bit of an advantageous matchup. You know, of course, you could say the same about the Gophers to an extent. So, I guess I shouldn't say that. But nonetheless, uh, you know, I, you have to give them credit for what they've done. But uh, yeah, I expect that Denver will be probably. Uh, get more of the points out of the series simply because they've been playing very well early on. And, you know, I think that uh, they were, I think that some people kind of underestimated them or starting the year just simply because they had lost some key guys. And mm-hmm. I think it's just natural to kind of be down on them based on stuff like that. But they had a lot of returning talent, especially on defense and in goal. So I'm not surprised by their start and I would expect them to continue playing well. So you guys seeing that as a split or maybe uh, Denver showing their power? Boy, and it's tough to call in those rivalry series. Like it is. That. It really you is. Know? So I would probably. Yeah, the home and home kind of. Yeah. I would probably say the split just because of that. I would give Denver the three points. Okay. I think that I think they're they're the stronger team, and I think they get a point on Friday and and win it at home on Saturday. Okay, well, of course, the other big series is Duluth headed to Grand Forks to play North Dakota. Hammy, Duluth, 0-3-1 in the WCHA and in last place. I know we thought they were going to have a little bit of a down year, but they better get going right now to get mid-pack. 
Yeah, I mean, I have to say, um, you know, I thought that they might struggle a little bit, but I didn't think that uh, it would be quite as much as that they have. And some of their guys like uh, Hey Barry, I mean, I think that, you know, I, I really expected him to be a real good player this year. And granted, it's, it's early. They've only had eight games. So like everybody else, it's too early to make too harsh of a judgments on anything. But uh, some of their guys that I kind of expected to step up, you know, I haven't really quite done as much as I thought. So I quite frankly expect North Dakota to sweep the series. So I Ooh. guess we'll see what happens. Sorry, drunk hockey guy. <laughs> Not good. What do you think, Viggs? For Scott Sandlin's sake, I hope they get a point. Okay, but Ooh. but with are you playing, thinking? Do you think he's in trouble if he does really bad, or is no? I just think for Sandy. I mean, okay. he's a kind of a grumpy guy sometimes. So you know, going o five and one in in the league would probably not make him too happy. And you know, Thanksgiving's coming up, so I, I'm hoping he gets a point somewhere in there. Yeah, and we don't we don't need drunk hockey guy even in a worse mood because geez. He's bad enough when they're good, but he's even worse when they're bad. So, <laughs> um, what about the other series, Michigan Tech and Bemidji State? It's kind of a snoozer, guys. Yeah, I, you know. <laughs> exactly. I it's not like I did a whole hell of a lot of research on that series. I did so zero. To be, <laughs> to be quite honest with you, so, uh, you know, I don't know, I'm – it's one of those things where I sort of expect uh, probably a, a split. Uh, you know, I, I I don't have much to say about it. I mean, I, I'll be honest with you. I just think that sometimes there's some series that you just don't pay a hell of a lot of attention to. So I'll just call it a split and uh, call it a day on that one. What about you, Viggs? No comment? Well, I'm going to lean Michigan Tech. I, I like the Misfits. So you like I, the Misfits? I, I think they looked pretty good against Minnesota. I think they're an up-and-coming team. You know, that the a lot of people were surprised by them last year. And this year, I don't think they're surprising anybody, but they're still playing pretty well. So I, I would give them a slight edge, give them three points. Well, yeah, I mean, I would say that uh, it won't. it wouldn't shock me if it was a split. I'm just... I mean, if it was a sweep or if it was, you know, something on Michigan Tech's advantage, but I I don't know. It's so early in the year that it's hard to read any kind of trends. And, uh, you know, you have Tech, or excuse me, you have uh, Bemidji, you know, doing pretty well at Nebraska-Omaha. Of course, they always seem to do good against Nebraska-Omaha, but, uh, and, but then they get swept at CC. So, I guess, or, you know, we'll see what happens. <clears throat> All right, that brings us to Bucky Badger heading to Mariucci this weekend for a big series. Chopped the head by Harry, now up the and tackle. And she's all on one with all the value. Yes, he fell down. Down and off, one and he shows it. Oh! Take that, you stinking Take that, you stinking badgers. Oh, Glenn. I miss Glenn at times. <laughs> <laughs> so, Vigo, badgers, injured, not playing well. Let's kick injured, some butt. Suspended. Get healthy on the score sheet this weekend. Oh, I hope so, because you know what? None of the split crap. The Gophers are going to sweep. <laughs> These I, badgers I suck. Yeah, they're struggling. Looking at their score sheet, 
They've got one guy with multiple goals, Mersh, and all their other goal scorers, one goal apiece. And there aren't many of them either. What do you mean? That's score. That's spread it spread out scoring there, don't you think? <laughs> it's well balanced. Well balanced. Come on, Amy, tell me how much they suck. Well, you know, it'll be interesting, certainly, because we don't know really. I mean, they've been they were off last week, so certainly they've had a little extra time to prepare. They've got all the stuff that's been going on with uh, Butters stepping down, and uh, you know, they've got a key injury to uh, Zingerly. So, I mean. <laughs> You know, you don't know what – I don't even know really what we're going to get out of them, and I'm not sure that they even entirely know what they're going to get out of their team. I'm sure that, you know, being at a rivalry series, they'll come in and with some fire, especially, uh, you know, that first night, I would I would suspect that we'll see some energy. But uh, it is a series the Gophers should sweep, but being that it is a rivalry series, you know, you never know what you're going to get. And they've got, they do have good goaltending, you know, so that's always a – you know, like I always say, is a great equalizer no matter what you see for – forwards and defense so you never know but i'll call it a sweep just because i think the gophers are you know done pretty well at mariucci uh, against wisconsin over the years and they should have the advantage this weekend please tell me you're picking a sweep vegs oh yeah i'm picking the sweep like a minnesota guy should uh one thing that'll be interesting i i was reading some of the articles on the badgers this year and one of the things that eaves and butters were getting into this year was on the penalty kill eaves was going after butters about that and we know how good the gopher power plays look so that's something to watch for this weekend is is the maroon and gold putting a few in on the man advantage and looking at the wisconsin bench and seeing how everybody's reacting <laughs> over there i mean that's the, that's the big thing is you just you know how are they going to handle it being shorthanded with i mean i don't know if they've done anything with the coaching i haven't seen anything so i'm assuming they haven't but uh you know, how I assume that Eves is just doing more work. Well, that would be my assumption yeah. as well. But nonetheless, you, you you do you know become accustomed to having you know guys behind the bench and and you know who is who the guy you turn to and suddenly he's not there any longer. And you know, I it'll be interesting to say the least. And you know, I, my feeling with the Gophers is that they need to continue to you know cut down on the the mental mistakes with the puck, and you don't want to give a. a team that's not been scoring very much a lot of you don't want to give them that you know hope and you you certainly want to be able to squash things early and kind of make them get frustrated and and if you're giving them turnovers at you know your own blue liner at that center ice and they're turning into odd man rushes or whatever i mean that's only going to probably help their confidence to a degree so you got to make sure that we cut down on those well i tell you i'm sick of these two and three points bs uh the Gophers are going to beat up on Bucky Badger. Uh, Bill Butters is going to be glad that he left those sucky Badgers. Um, I see the Gophers winning by two or three each night. Big crowd. <laughs> we're going to have big crowds at Mariucci this weekend. There's none of this football crap. Big Ten Network's going to be in here on Saturday. And uh, we're going to show the country that we're back. You know, None of this crappy crap that we've been playing. I'd like to start swearing now, but this is a family show. <laughs> Well, you know, I, if there is one thing that I think is important is there's nothing like getting one of your main rivals into the building, you know, when you're beating the not, crap out of them. Well, and you're not hitting on all cylinders because certainly what or at least I would expect and hope you never know for sure. But you would hope that this is one of those weeks where the players are dialed in and they're jacked up because they know they got, you know, one of their, their Big Ten conference rival coming in and you, you kind of want to. Put your foot on their throat and snap it. You know what I mean. And so right. hopefully, 
hopefully they'll have that kind of energy this week in practice and be real excited for the series. I want to see a Michigan State type of games. I want to see them just come in and just, like you said, step on them and don't let up. Yeah, it'd be nice uh, to see the fourth line get a power play chance late in the third period again. <laughs> <laughs> well, it would. Speaking of Michigan State, what the heck happened with them in Michigan last weekend? Did you guys see Michigan State beat them like 7-2 to two or something ridiculous like that? Yeah, I saw the score. Amazing. I I thought Michigan State was terrible, but if you do that to Michigan, I don't care how bad they are. They've got they must have turned something around. Yeah, well, I, you know, I think they were kind of young and everything, and I'm sure, you know, I think there's talent there, and I, I think that uh, they'll be a team that by the end the end of the year you'll say, well, you know, they're better than I thought they would turn out. At least that's my feeling on it right now, and certainly they got you know whipped pretty good by us that first series and. Uh, so you kind of, I guess there's, their expectations are starting out low based on that, but I actually think that they'll be better by year end than what people kind of expect. Well, back to our series. I know uh, Adam, Andy Johnson, you know, our favorite uh, guy over there in Badger country, also known as Chuck Schwartz, he wanted to come on tonight, but I'm like, no, I wasn't going to give him any time. <laughs> I don't want to give him any time. It's just... The Badgers are so bad, we're going to kill them. We're just going to kill them. It's time well, to open up this it. podcast and be a little more trash talky. We've been too nice for too long. The Badgers suck. <laughs> well, maybe you should have. You know, too bad we can't take calls or things like that. You know, or you know, have you gotten any? Uh, you haven't gotten any trash talk by Twitter yet. Uh, Man, what, they don't have any fans. Are you kidding me? I was going to say there's a couple say, of them, but the rest of them they show up the hockey games just because it's a place to be. They don't have a message board that's any good. There's like three of them that are on USCHO. Well, maybe there's a fear they, factor. They 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 suck. Damn right. Take that, you stinking badgers. Damn right. I'm just ramping it up. I want to get them all going. So any other thoughts this weekend, guys, besides us killing them? No, I mean, I guess, you know, it'll be interesting to see how things turn out, especially that I think it'll be key to get off to good starts. That's one of the things that, you know, I mentioned last week is that Gophers last year when they were doing well, they got off to good starts in games. And uh, you don't want to give a team that's kind of been offensively challenged a lot of hope. And if you give them that one nothing lead early or whatever, I mean, we kind of like we did with uh, Mankato. We kind of both nights just kind of gave them the lead. And, you know, it was like catch up the whole time. So basically uh, I think that it's going to be important for them to start off or, you know, the game early, do it well. Biggs, any last thoughts? Yeah, I think it'll be interesting to see how Lucia handles the bench again. Uh, it's always hard to tell when the game's in Alaska what exactly is happening, who's on the ice, things like that. Um, you know, I think the move of Marshall back to D really stabilizes the puck possession game that they want to play and gets gets them out of the zone a little bit easier and maybe helps the younger guys in the transition of the college game. But see how much he plays the the fourth line and and see how much he juggles things around back there. Um, I think those are the things I'll be looking for. And and if the, the Gophers are able to do something five-on-five, five, uh, how aggressive they are trying to get to, to the more of the scoring areas of the ice rather than the safe areas and the corners along the wall. Okay. 
Okay. What about defensive pairings? Ugh. I really, I, you know, you know, I've, I've, I've still, I, I've still I been down on alt lately. I just, I've just not been happy with alt's play. I think Brady Shea should sit. Really? Yes. Bring back Hall for a little more steadiness. I just think that he needs to sit and watch a little bit. Okay. That's my that's my opinion. Now, I don't like the single guys out, but I think that there's just, you know, I just think that he needs to uh, maybe take a step back and watch a little bit. Okay. Okay. Hammy, what's going on recruiting news? I know, didn't we have some uh, future recruits uh, playing in some international play the last week? Yeah, we had uh, some guys playing up at the junior A tourney and uh, – um, up in Canada and Ala Camarada and uh, Clues and those guys won the gold medal and uh, um, then the Four Nations event was uh, for Team USA they uh, they won as well so I mean you know, it was a successful weekend for uh, the USA teams or I should say week attorneys um, but other than that you know it's just been uh, business as usual as far as the recruiting trail goes and of course you know we never talk about it but. Uh... The women Govers team, twelve and zero, undefeated. They are doing tremendously well. They are embarrassing everybody. Yeah, it's actually for me. I mean, you know, I haven't paid a lot of attention to the female teams over the years, um, other than during the playoff time. But it's actually been kind of interesting to see. They just have been steamrolling pretty much every team, and, uh, and they're hardly giving up any goals. And yeah, so they're I mean, just doing amazingly well. Yeah, I mean. Kessel's sister and uh, this Hannah Brandt or whatever, uh, you know, they're, I mean, they're just like racking up the points. So it, it's kind of interesting. It'll be exciting. Maybe one of those things where you catch a few games because you don't know if you'll see a, a team that good, you know, around. You know, a, a lot of times on the Saturdays, they'll play at like four o'clock on Saturdays. And uh, we get a chance to go down there and watch a good period or so before the, the gopher game. And, uh, you know, they're getting really pretty good crowds you know last time i saw so you know and obviously they've become extremely successful after taking the title last year so uh, just more power to them because i've just uh, they're just playing super well right now all right boys any other thoughts on this week well it should be a good weekend for hockey with the gophers and badgers i know a lot of the high school teams are, are kicking off mm-hmm. practice this week and there's a bunch of scrimmages around town if guys are into that and then the arrows are playing at Excel on Sunday, I believe. I think so, because certainly the pros aren't playing right now. Ugh. Yeah, so I know wild season ticket holders can call them up and get free tickets. So, Ooh, good deal there. What a deal. <laughs> yeah, well, I think it's like 20 bucks for everybody else. So, it's a chance to see some of the wild guys. And uh, I think there's a, a Duluth player, Dylan Olson, I think might be playing on Sunday as well. Okay, okay. Well, get out to the X and see them, people. <laughs> There's nothing else going on with pro hockey leagues around here. It's a bye week for the Vikings, so. Oh, oh boy. Snoozer. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, we'll be back next week to recap the Badger sweep that the Gophers are going to do. Of course, you can always follow Hammy on Twitter at Hammy Hockey, and Vigo writes along with Jeff Oftos on GPL, and you can follow him on at EVigo on uh, Twitter. And, of course, you know, you can send us questions here at podcast at gopherpucklive.com or tweet us live during the broadcast at gopherpucklive on Twitter. Well, that's it. You know, we'll be back next week 
and we'll talk about a rare trip out east when the Gophers head to Vermont. Until then, thanks for listening. 